Did you hear what Pete did with the I'm a shitty person thing? Oh, it's so funny. Thank you, Pete. I love him so much. We love you. Oh, oh, yeah, we're recording this. All right, let's do it. Ah, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week, we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, books, the latest trends, and, of course, Mandy's dumb ideas. Grab a couch and let's get to it. There's two things I want to talk about right now. Uh, it, that There's a book that I don't know, I feel like you're probably going to shit on because I'm currently reading it and loving it called The Midnight okay. Library. Oh, I hated it. Couldn't get through it. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking kidding me. Nope. Hated oh, it. Oh, okay. L- listeners, don't listen to her. I, I am recommending this book highly. It is so interesting. And as we all know, the universe is quantum. Nothing that's happening right now is the only thing that's happening. We have several different lives happening simultaneously. And this book tells you all about that. It is pure scientific fact. And don't listen to Mandy. Although it's... it's- oh, sorry. I was playing Tetris. What? <laughs> Oh, I love yeah. it. I can't, I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm gobbling it up. It's one of my favorite books. It's a book I wish I'd read. I mean, wish I'd written, which is funny because that means to me that the minute that I write a book, you're going to read it and hate it. Like, I'm still going to expect you to read it, but you will hate of course, it. I and know. of course I'll read it. I know. And I will, you know, provide all of the appetizers for your book signing <laughs> and I will promote the hell out of it, but I will hate it Why? fully and completely. I want to trust I think friendship is about you lying to other people that you loved my book when, in fact, you hated it. I know you think friendship is about lying, which will end <laughs> in four days on on your birthday. As we record this on November 16th, mm-hmm. she is starting a year of truth Yep, on her birthday. And I know you're writing a book, so it's going to get awkward up in here <laughs> when I hate your book. You... I know you're going to hate it, but you have to you have to lie. It's not me. You have to lie and tell other people you loved it even if you hated it. I'm At so book proud signing, of her. I will lie on the podcast. I would never lie to the fandies. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh Jesus. All right. I got sidetracked. That's not really what I wanted to talk about. Have you seen Taylor Swift's music video? No. All too well. Holy shit, no. Mandy. Okay. I love her so much. Oh, you're about to fall deeper and more madly in love with her. Okay. It I, feels impossible, but I'll try. I said these words this morning with tears pooling in my eyes to Patrick Fabian, and you can imagine his response. I was like, honey, Taylor Swift is like our new Beatles. Now, he wasn't totally on board with that even though he loves her as much as I do, which is great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going to take those kids, but we might become Swifties. Like we might follow mm-hmm. her and and stand at the stage door with our family. We, we're going to do a year of just following Taylor Swift on tour. I am not walking your dogs for a year. I want to make that very clear. <laughs> I will do it for a week when you're, if you're out of town, but I will not do it for a no, year. Obviously, we'll take the dogs in and we'll okay. all live in a van in the parking lot of the stadium she's playing at. Like it's going to get weird. Um, and then you're going to write a memoir. Yeah. And then life <laughs> Time is going to make a movie, which I'll hate. Oh, my. <laughs> see how it's full circle. Um, it is. But her music video, it's not even, it's a short film that she did that she, so she has this song. First of all, she's re-released all her songs, Taylor's version. Oh, I know. Right, to get all the money and they're, they're better and more rich than they were when she released them, I don't know, nine years ago, whatever. She did a short film and expanded this one song that is about her relationship with, and I didn't know this before this morning, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. And it's heartbreaking and it's beautiful. And then at the end, 
like now my mind is blowing. She directed it. I had no idea. It's beautiful. It's so well done. I'm fucking pissed at her because now like not only did I not get to be Taylor Swift the pop star now she's also a better filmmaker than I am so fuck her really but like it's so good it's so good there's a there's a lot of resentment in your heart what and a lot of belief that you could have done all the things that you (laughs) watch and listen to and write and read it's interesting it's it's interesting well it's interesting that you say that because at the same time well with this book the midnight library the funny thing is, there's a whole world where I could have done all those things, you see. Um, but you, uh-huh. it's a great book. You, should, you could slide into other people in times. Got yeah. it. I think you should get, oh, slide into other people in times. Who hasn't? But I'm bum. That was this lifetime. Anyway, you should check out that book. What are you up to? I watched The Way Down, the <gasps> documentary. Oh, the whole thing? Because I do what I'm told. The whole, it was only three episodes. I thought I was in for like an eight episode journey well, I think and then you... it just ended oh really is it done in three i've only watched two yeah it's done in three. Oh, okay oh i thought you watched the whole thing no i watched the two and then i was like oh i can't wait to watch the third but you know i have no attention span so i'm gonna finish yes, it yes i Go do on. know this well um it was not as salacious as i wanted and it was so sad because a, a little boy dies from being abused by his religious zealot parents oh so it was not as make fun of this crazy lady as I wanted it to be. Uh, you, you know, yeah. I, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Um, but there was enough to make fun of in her hair and makeup <laughs> are spectacular. Her face is just melting. It's just all melting. And it's so interesting. And and I, I did enjoy that she fell in love with like a weird 80s actor hunk oh. guy. Oh my God. Their relationship is just, I love it so much. And all of like the... I think we all have friends on social media like this. Like everything is a staged photo. Everything is a <laughs> too well lit. You know, everything feels like they're doing it not because they're in love and happy, but because they want other people to perceive them as in love and happy. And that's their entire relationship. Okay, you're talking about me and Patrick. Just say it. Like, why yeah. do you, mm-hmm. you don't have to be so yeah. passive aggressive about it? Um, no, we don't oh, post pictures I, together. <laughs> I thought I made that perfectly clear. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shallow, shallow lady. I loved, yeah, I loved that part of it. Their their relationship alone made me go like, oh God, I just want to be a fly on the wall in that house. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm sorry about the, I didn't know about the little boy. That must be in episode three because I didn't know that part. Oh, yeah. Oh. I think they tease it at the end of two. I could be wrong. Sorry. Oh. But no. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Oh, God. Well, I know she was uh, deposed for something in the beginning of the thing. I just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I won't say anymore because I feel like you need to finish it and get back to me. I will. I will. Um, and accept my superiority that I finished it before you, even though you recommended it weeks I, ago. Okay. I, I feel like two episodes I accepted your superiority. So, you know, now I'm free to just be the pretty one. Let's move on. And... Yeah. uh would I would like to hear what your thoughts were. Uh, this week we watched Colin in Black and White on Netflix. Ava DuVernay direct. Oh, no. She produced it. She didn't direct it. Correct. Um, which I Robert thought Townsend she- actually directed the second one. But uh-huh. Yes. I ended yeah. up watching four of them. <gasps> Me too. Oh, interesting. I, I think I watched four. I know I watched three. Um, okay. I was very mistaken about what it was. 
Yeah. And I'm embarrassed on the pod last week. I was like, oh, I like documentaries. It is not a documentary whatsoever. It is a scripted, produced, ser- limited series for Netflix. Yeah. Hosted by Colin Kaepernick himself. Yes. And once again, I started watching it and I was like 30 seconds in and I was like, I once again picked something she's going to hate because it's a biopic, essentially. Right? It is very much. Yes. <laughs> It is like Young Rock, except with a, or Young Sheldon, or, I mean, it really is a very typical format, except, okay, go with me on this. So Colin Kaepernick narrates it as if he's giving a TED Talk. Uh Uh-huh. And then they, then he will say something about, that's what happened to me when I was 14. And then he'll look over and they'll do a scene. Yep. You know, a scripted, acted out sitcom scene. And there was all of this bizarre like meta uh, meta's the wrong word um surreal stuff where then he would like be in the scene and out of it and he was in an art gallery watching the scene on a wall and it totally reminded me of and i hope you know the reference on family ties they did a very special episode (laughs) where alex's friend died and alex like went to therapy about it and it was done like a high school play where everything was dark and then he walked into a room and Jennifer was there and she couldn't hear him and then he walked out and went into the kitchen and his parents were there and this reminded me of that I thought it was very like high school wouldn't it be cool if yeah the art on the wall came to life and became a scene and Colin Kaepernick was watching the scene and and the those aspects of it yeah, I found laughable, laughably bad. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, yeah. It was. It. I completely agree. I. I was so frustrated by the whole thing. Funny that we watched four episodes. Uh, I was frustrated because I really felt like I wanted to know his story so much. I think his story is so interesting, and I quite frankly, I just didn't need all the dramatics. I would have preferred a documentary with mm-hmm. him speaking to some of the because they they spell out these like he compares in the first episode slavery to being selected for a football team, right? That the white man looks you over and makes sure you're physically fit and you don't have any defects and they choose slaves in the same way that they choose football players. And I thought that that was... Two minutes in, if I may interrupt, two minutes in, I was like, oh, this is going to be incredible. I wrote, wow, the slavery sequence was so riveting and well done. (laughs) And then... I disagree, right? Like, no. I I was like, what is what is happening? What is this? And and honestly, I was like, really, really, we're comparing slavery to football. I mean, you watch football. Like, if that's the case, you wouldn't watch football. If it's really that we are we are employing these men as slaves, if it's that similar, like, I don't watch football because I don't like the violence, you know. But so ethically, he's making that comparison. I'm like, doesn't that just make all football play, football anybody who likes football like a, who, people who love slavery i think he's saying i know you love slavery element of it there's an element of football there's an element of drafting young men yeah by their physical attributes yes. and work ethic that it, right i mean or not work ethic but because ability it's a sport. to perform because it, it's right. a sport so there is an element of it I, he was not saying Football is slave is akin to slavery. Right. How dare you, Ms. <laughs> Fabian. Okay. <laughs> Although I did notice, side note, we should have a little side note uh sting music. Yeah. Or you could just Bling. be you saying, I'm a shitty person, whatever it is. <laughs> oh shit. I've noticed that in fantasy football this season, 
no one, none of the podcasts I listen to are the experts. You can't say, oh, I own Tom Brady as my quarterback. Now we say I manage. I Right. I manage a football team. Yeah. I it's so interesting that they've switched the lingo entirely. And I have a feeling it's the woke movement. But I I I didn't get the memo at all because we used to just say, oh, I own him. He's my running back. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. When you yeah. guys are sitting alone in your basements doing your little fantasy football, feeling like team owners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. OK, back to the main story. Uh, It's interesting you didn't like that. I thought it was very powerful and well-produced, and I was excited for the rest of the show. Yeah. And then I lost my excitement. Yeah. I thought it looked cheap and weird, and also it was such a big swing right out of the the gates. And maybe also, I am embarrassed to say this, but I don't think I'd ever seen Colin Kaepernick speak. So in the beginning, I I was not clear that the narrator was him. Oh, really? That was weird, and I caught on very quickly, but I was like, uh, so it, it was just kind of, that's because I just don't, you know, I, I, A, I forget everything, but I, right. I realized in that moment, I was like, oh, I've, I've heard of Colin Kaepernick's story as relayed to me, but I haven't actually seen him speak about it. Or, I mean, I was really, I, so I loved the story that I heard and I was a fan of his, like, and I was, I was horrified at how he was being attacked, but I never, that was all hearsay apparently. Um, so that was interesting too. Uh, it was, but but the thing is, I want to watch it because I still want to know what he was going through. I want to know his story. Well, his story, uh, not to spoil it for you, is that there's not a nice white person in the world and yeah. everybody's racist everywhere he goes and no one ever gave him a break or gave him credit for being a talented, intelligent person, apparently. It was so over the top. Yeah. I was thinking, and, and that's yeah. only three or four episodes in. Maybe he meets somebody who gives him a break. Well, here's one thing that I drew from it that I thought was very interesting and probably true. Um, and that is that his parents did not see how he was experiencing racism, right? Because he, they're like, it's fine. You're fine. You know, like they're not, oh, they're not looking at you funny. But he saw people looking at him funny and treating him differently, which right. I would believe is true. And his parents did not, you know, protect him or empathize with him or... To a laughable degree. Well, in this show, yes. And that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, so they made everybody such a horrible, outright, not subtle, racist person. And and I go, well, are they trying to get inside his experience of it, that it was not nuanced in any way? Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really was wondering why they made that choice. Yeah. Because it was... His parents are played by Nick Offerman and Mary Louise Parker. Yeah. Who I like in this. She's very un-Mary Louise Parker-like. Yeah. She's somebody who I very much think has a lot of talent but falls back on her isms. Yeah. And I don't think she does it in this. Yeah. Um, But how would you feel if you were one of his parents watching this portrayal? Well, two white people who are like, oh, it's not a big deal, honey. Oh, no, they, they mean well. Like, they never listened to him in this version. Right. Well, and also she says in that episode, she says, Colin, you never talk to me. You never talk about your feelings. And he doesn't talk to her in that episode. But I don't know. 
Like, was he talking to her and she wasn't listening? Or was she asking him to talk and he didn't feel comfortable because he would talk and he was perceiving the world in this way of like, as he was discovering racism and he was the only black mm-hmm. kid in a largely white communities, that that was something that he was like, it, it was obviously shaping him and making him less excited, less ambitious. And here's right. the tricky thing, though. Like, by the way, I, 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 he's probably right. Like to say that in terms of he didn't get shots because he was the black kid and there was a white quarterback Mm -hmm. and him talking about the numbers of white quarterbacks, like it's, you know, it's not unlike a female director or a person of color saying, I don't get hired as a director or to play these roles because nobody sees me that way. It's that unconscious bias thing. And I totally agree. And I imagine that is how he felt and that there was a large degree of truth behind it. Yeah. It was, it just doesn't work as a storytelling. It just doesn't work as a show because it's, it's just, well, the same moment over and over and over. I agree. And also tone wise, uh, it was super weird because I was like, oh, we're in slavery and he's talking about slavery and he's talking about these things that are really interesting and they're kind of hard hitting and almost like, the big short. Do you see that movie? Like the mm-hmm. this kind of c- camera work and interesting, like talking about social justice issues. And then it would go to like sitcom comedy. And then this dramatic moment of him getting uh with even dra- dramatic music under it. Like it mm-hmm. it was three different things happening all all at once. Right. It was like we were at this, in my opinion really engaging, important TED Talk given by Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. And people kept interrupting yeah. with all this other garbage. Yeah. I could have listened to him talk. Yeah. I would have watched a one-man performance art piece with him sharing all of these thoughts and facts. Yeah. And that would have been engaging. I, I really like and respect him. But this format does not work. I agree. Because a lot of it is these weird... In a weird way, he's living the life of a privileged white kid, right? Uh, you know, on some level, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he's his thing, like the whole episode being about I got braids and they hurt my head, and then I got new braids. Like that's a whole episode of his. Mm-hmm. That's his conflict, and I have to say, like that doesn't seem like a specific conflict to being a black kid in the. I mean, I don't know, like maybe because it's braids, but and then the coaches are like. He looks like a thug with his braids and he looks dirty and he's got to oh, cut his braids right. and, you know, and and I'm sure that happened. But but there it, was something you about know, the Wonder Years way they shot it and told it that it was right. sort of felt like a charming episode of this kid right. who's really got two loving parents is struggling with being a high schooler. Right. Yes. So it, was, it doesn't know what it is. Yeah, it really doesn't as a as an entertainment entity. Um, but I do want to point out that. At nine minutes and two seconds, he goes on and on about why he got the braids to be like Alan Iverson. Yeah. So, Pete, could you play that nine minutes, two seconds? They said he looks unprofessional, intimidating, messy. He's clearly unfocused. What are we talking about? He's dangerous. He's damaging to the league. He's disrespectful. In 1997, right after taking the lead by storm and winning Rookie of the Year. A 
young NBA superstar heard more criticism than kudos. That's the body language of a thug. He experienced more political policing than passionate praise. Why? Why did this exceptional player with an uncanny combination of grace and grit cause such ire from the powers that were? Well, what he did to start this controversy was simple, deliberate, and true to himself. He embraced his culture. He braided his hair. They say that Allen Iverson was considered unprofessional, intimidating, messy, and disrespectful because he embraced his culture. He braided his hair, a simple act of self-expression. That was gut-wrenching to me. Yeah. To think that, like, when I guess when Allen Iverson, a person I don't really know, but, you know, when he entered the league, he looked more clean cut. And then he decided, no, I want I want braids. I want to. And it changed how he was viewed and how the league saw him and how society saw him. And that's wrong. It's just so blatantly racist and wrong and appalling. Yeah. And I wonder, I don't know when that was, but maybe braids are just more common now. Like, it doesn't have that same, does it have that same kind of like, oh, you've got braids. I mean, maybe that's what I didn't understand. What would we know? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I don't think we can judge that. Mm -mm. Um, I mean, we do Elsa braids. (laughs) And we get looks like, oh my God, that is so 2011, right? Yeah. So I mean, the most I've ever had to deal with is, you know, people don't think I'm smart because I'm beautiful, right? And that's hard. Oh, yeah, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But I I guess I I, I didn't, um, that is interesting and that is is heartbreaking. And I didn't know Alan Iverson. I didn't know his story. Like, I got a lot of really interesting pieces from this. Right. And I, and you go, oh, yeah, I guess you could see where if they have braids and then somebody thinks they're a thug, like, and they're making this out of nowhere. Like, I got a lot of it. I got the whole... You know, when the when the cop pulls him over and he's terrified, right? Because why is he suddenly getting pulled over? But I, I didn't like the that way was it was. episode two, right? Yeah. But I didn't like yeah. the way, I mean, it might have been three. I didn't like the way it was done. So that's the thing. Like, I got the moment and I, I felt for him in that moment. But I also, I didn't, it kind of felt so, it was laid out in such a cartoony, broad way. Yes, yes. But yeah. then again, like a mustache twirling villain. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so my question is, since it was done that way, is that the, is it that obvious? Like, remember last week when, when you, you know, you were talking about like how rich people aren't that awful. And I'm like, uh, guess what? <laughs> right. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they really are. So, I mean, could it have been that outrageous? The woman saying to him, like, you already had your ice cream and being that blatantly not you, black boy. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, ep- so you're referring to episode three where the team, his baseball team goes to different, like every weekend they go to a different Holiday Inn yeah. to have a tournament. And all the players are white and all their families are white except Colin Kaepernick. And yeah. all the lobbies of the hotels have like a place where you can grab a free cookie or a free apple when you check in. And everyone glares at him when he tries to get a free ice cream or a free cookie. And I just wrote down like black people aren't allowed to have ice cream and cookies in California. <laughs> like what, what is the rule here? It's that can't be real. Colin Kaepernick and Ava DuVernay. That can't be real storytelling. It might have happened to him once. And I get that. But like all of these just clansmen coming up to him and being like, you put that down, boy. Who? What are you doing here? Like, it's just, it it, it couldn't have happened over and over and over every time he checked into a fucking Holiday Inn. <laughs> it was so 
over the top. I'm really curious. Like, I know you're, you're, you're probably right, but I, you know, you're, I, I wonder. I mean, I wonder yeah. because sometimes if something is a cultural thing, if something is a cultural thing at that time, you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, Taylor Swift is a perfect example of someone who, you know, she's been labeled as crazy and, you know, she's too emotional and like she's slutty and she's, you know, because she's had, because she can't land a man or whatever. Like she's, she's over-sexualized. She's, there's all these <sighs> things that they say about her, right? What? Mm-hmm. No, I love her. I, it, it to hear anything <laughs> negative is painful. But I mean, people sort of have had this like, uh, people don't take her seriously as an artist. And you go, but why? Right? right? Because she's a girl. Because she sings about heartbreak. Because uh, like they make mm-hmm. her seem girly and insignificant. And that's kind of a social thing, right? Because we're not comfortable. She is so bold and badass in talking about like, yeah, older dudes, older dudes with other relationships. There's been a lot of people who came, who boarded this bus that shouldn't have, you know, I, I think it's really, but I guess what I'm saying is there's a cultural bias. So, right. If, 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 why wouldn't it happen more than once? Right. Why wouldn't it happen all right. the time? Because, but yeah, but because it's condensed into this TV show, it feels like really, and the way it's done is so kooky, yeah. like bad, some bad acting, some bad filming, some bad storytelling. I, yeah. Although I will give props to whoever thought, let's shoot him when he, because he plays baseball and football. Oh, but yeah. of course, I don't care about baseball. <laughs> so when he's quarterbacking, they did a few shots from inside his helmet, yeah, which were very cool of him trying to find the receiver and checking out his coverage. It, it, like, I just thought that was a cool way to feel like I was actually a quarterback for 10 seconds. Yeah. By the way, when I saw that shot, I was like, ooh, quarterbacking is hard. Um, cause like, <laughs> no, it's not that bad. Because like show you. being a novelist and a pop star and a filmmaker, I also think I could be a quarterback. Like, I could do anything. Um, yeah. But that I, shot. As long as we're playing this game, and we'll go back to that shot, I would be a cornerback, not a quarterback, because oh. I like to stir up trouble. And I, w- I would be all up in your grill and bat that ball away from you nine times out of ten. You kind I've, of do. I feel like this is our relationship. <laughs> You know, (laughs) (laughs) I've given this a lot of thought and I would play corner. Okay, cool. So Bill Belichick, if you're listening, that's (laughs) what I want to do. Well, you know, maybe you can audition when you go back to Massachusetts for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I can. You should reach out. Yeah, yeah, you should reach out. Um, Yeah. But that shot inside the helmet. Well, this is the other thing, too. Like, even if you don't like the after school special or the hard hitting documentary TED Talk part of it. Um, you might enjoy the football and baseball porn of it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, mm-hmm. th- especially those football shots, man. There's like smoke and it's beautiful lighting and a lot of passing and grunting and faces. And, you know, so if you're a sports fan, it's a, it's got a lot of wins, right? There's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Are you going to watch the rest of it? Well, I also want to point out that there was great music. Great oh. music, great hip hop and rap. It, like, I really liked the music choices. I didn't even notice the music. Isn't that funny? No, it's typical of us that one of us, you know, yeah, liked it and one of them didn't. No, I'm not going to watch any more of it. I, I kept wanting to like it, but I couldn't. But I do have uh, one more. I have a couple more things about the the second episode. Oh, yeah. Where he no longer... Uh, why, why didn't Colin Kaepernick have braids at the end of the first episode? Yeah. It ends with him in present day sitting and staring at the camera and a woman coming out to put him in cornrows. 
Uh huh. And then the, to prove his point that like I can do this, damn it, and it doesn't change who I am, and I want to. And then the second episode starts, and he has no braids, and I was like, "What?" But you just made a statement that you were going to get braids, <laughs> so it was just strange. <gasps> yeah, I did. I didn't even notice that. I didn't think about it. Mary Louise Parker, his mom, says she's a terrible cook, which is a gag we've seen way too many times. Mm-hmm. And they said something like, mm, this is delicious. What is this? And she's like, it just came from the Patty of the Month Club. <laughs> and I laughed because I would love a Patty of the Month Club. <gasps> well, let's see if we can get that started for you. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't like anything on a bone or that looks like an animal. And our dear friend Tommy Metz always says, if, it, if it's in Patty form, I'll eat it. So... <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, that was a good line. Yeah, that was cute. Then it's a little strange that he comes home and says, like, the school, it, it, there's racism in school. And they don't call the school to deal with it. They uh, don't, they're like, they, oh, we'll call the coach and see what we could do about sports. But they don't call the school. He's saying, like, I'm being treated in a racist way. And it made me think, like, well, I don't call the school for our little petty problems when Casey comes home and says, I had a bad day. A kid called me this. I don't call the school. Right. But I know some parents do right away. And I was just curious. Oh. I know we're not a parenting podcast, but have you ever called the school? (gasps) No, but there's never been anything. There was recently a little issue with some fifth graders where mm. one of the fifth grade, they were in a group chat and one of the fifth graders sent out a, por- a porn video. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Abby, was- Could you see my face or did they at least <laughs> cut my face off? <laughs> <laughs> I just am, I, I disapprove of you sending it to that kid, but we'll, we can talk about that later. I mean, yeah, you know, we, we agreed we're just going to molest in our minds the, the young kids we see in movies and television. <laughs> 20 and over. Go ahead. That's so gross. We have to cut that. That's not real, guys. If you're just tuning in, that's not real. But anyway, Abby, you know, thank God she's not, I, we haven't gone into the let's all group text. I'm not letting her into that world just yet. Mm-hmm. And thank God, mm-hmm. because this is exactly why. Because you can't yeah. unring that bell, which I think right. is a name of one of your favorite porns, right? Um, <laughs> so, so anyway. In bell that, is spelled B-E-L-L-E and she's the yeah. star. Yeah. In that case, I probably would have written to the principal or called and said, no devices on the bus or at school. And if that's going to happen, you have, what are the consequences? Because that's unacceptable. Right. I send my kid to school. I don't send them, you know, I always say, like, I don't let you surf the web because it's like dropping you off in Times Square and me not being there. And I'm not going to let you just explore the world without me. So... Uh, sure. Anyway, so that's probably it. Knowing been... your kids, they would immediately go to the stage door of Lion King and try to meet the cast. <laughs> I'm would. just saying. No, you have would... nothing to worry about with your girls. No, no, no. But, you know, the world can get to them on the internet. So there's a little bit of that, sure. too. I uh, sure. No, so I have never, my, you know, Delilah gets into these little altercations, but she's nine times out of ten the one who's, like, telling on someone or whining about something. I'm like, babe, you're fine. So... I I right. would not. How about you? You don't. Okay. You don't. You're not a caller. No, I haven't called the school. Um, but in the show, no, I've wanted to a couple of times when yeah. Casey's like, "This is what happened today at school." I'm like, "That's not okay." But I, you know, I would rather Casey learn how to deal with it and 
mom can't always be there. So, Which is kind of what his parents did, which might be the whole theme of them not recognizing the racism, but they called the coach to get him into. Right. They were like, okay, right. let's, we're not going to complain. We're not going to cry racism. We're going to get a coach and we're going to make you better. So you're undeniable, right? Yeah. And then wasn't yeah. he the varsity quarterback? It worked. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, yeah. You think they should have called? I do. I think if there's racism in your school, you know, I know some high school principal or some school principals, not high school principals. I know some school principals. They would want to know. Yeah. Well, and, and handle it. Yes. But I don't think back then that was the case. I mean, it, it, because the whole theme of the show, whether this is true or not, would this be a good thing for our research department? Joanne. Tina? Well, Tina had to go on maternity you leave. You let go of Tina? I She was having a baby. It's it's a, it's disgusting. So we needed someone just, who could just focus. Just three days for a baby, right? And then she's back. Yeah. No, pay, no paid leave from the man's cave. No, no, no. I, I told her, you are not raising this baby under any circumstances. So she'll be back. Um, Great. But uh, I think it would be interesting to know... I want Colin Kaepernick to do a TED Talk or write an autobiography or something. So, Because I want to know, like, or I want to talk to his parents. Like, what was the experience? What did they see it? Because maybe they didn't want to believe it. They, It's not their experience. So they mm-hmm. were doing that thing of like, you're fine. You're fine, right. You know, I mean, it might have been that they really... Rubbed dirt on it. And it's an entire racist culture. So right. it's sort of like they're, you know, that's what happens. Them are the breaks. All you do is get better. I don't know. His parents yeah. might not have been sensitive to it. Ugh. I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I just wish it were better. This topic and this person deserve a better storytelling device, and this was just not it. 1,000%. And this is the thing I still don't know. Maybe you can help illuminate me and the viewers. Like, what happened? I know he got this show, and I know he kneeled, and he got so much shit for it, which was completely unfounded. Mm-hmm. What Inevitably, how did he try emerge triumphant? Like I know he. Well, he. I mean, his career ended when he kneeled, which is his unfair. Team dropped and him, wrong. and then nobody else would pick him up. And some, I think Nike stuck with him, but other sponsors dropped him, which and is horrible, he, horrible, horrible. So, so yeah, I mean, that's it ruined his career his political activism ruined his career and all his activism was initially was taking a knee to protest racial injustice and police brutality it's it was yeah and a lot of players and coaches stood with him yeah but but then it was around the time that you know the Donald cheeto Trump. took office and right, right, yeah right. and the the noise was too loud from the right God. But he he will be triumphant. I mean, he's changing the world. He's he's not going to go away. He's Colin Kaepernick. He's not going to be like, oh, you're right. Sorry. He's no. too Is he vocal and he and has a whole group and he's doing yeah. like he's good? I don't know about what his activism is today. Joanne, could you find that out? Yeah, Joanne, I, I don't can know, you like, get on that? <laughs> yeah. But I will say before we man job it. Yeah. Um, that we watched a couple years ago. Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History, which I cannot recommend highly enough. Oh, nice. And they used similar, like, we're in the present day and we're going to flash back to to something here. It was really good for the family, really funny. Yes, it's Kevin Hart, but it is rated completely PG. There's a lot of humor and a lot of real history and inspiring activist 
thought. Oh, cool. I loved it. Oh, great. And I, th- and I, I want to watch it again this year for Black History Month, like with Casey. But it really is, it's, it's fantastic. So if anybody wants to skip Colin in Black and White, you should and watch Kevin Hart's Guide to Black History. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Well, how many man jobs? Two. I'm going to go three. Okay. I'm going to go three. I really wanted it to be different, man. I know. I wanted to, I wanted to want it, you know? I, I didn't have anything clever or witty to say, except that uh, the people, I admire the people who produced this. Good for them. And speaking of producing, how's that for a freaking, I mean, you like that? Well done. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's talk about the people who produce our podcast. Uh, let's do that. Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, engineered by Pete Wright, music by Ian Post. And if you are on Apple Podcasts listening to us right now, I believe that is the only app that allows you to rate and review. Please, please, please do it, guys. It really helps us get more ears on our show and keep us going. Ah, yes, please get in there. And speaking of getting in there, if you guys want, you can join us on Discord, okay? It's this cool app. You just go to mancave.com slash Discord, and there's a community channel who's open to everybody. And for the Man Cave members, which you're going to hear about in a minute, aka Fandies, well, they can join us in a super secret members-only channel. Mm-hmm. How do you become a member? So glad we're pretending you asked. Head to mancave.com slash Fandy, F-A-N-D-Y, and support our show and get lots of cool shit like content bonus, access to our members-only Discord channel, and a special message from the Mandy's on your birthday. Guys, we are freaks for our fandies. You can ask for some kooky stuff. We'll give it to you. I'm saying that out loud in public. Yeah. Speaking Mm -hmm. of cool stuff, like there is also merch. I just did a huge holiday buy, which was very exciting. Mm. They they have t-shirts and hoodies and mugs and and they have like different kinds of t-shirts like the V-necks and the super soft cotton ones. So uh, it's all kinds of man cave swag, hot off the presses. And uh, it's all available at mancave.com slash merch. So shout out to Jillian, one of our listeners who sent a pic of her in her man cave tea. Yeah, it looked really good. I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was hot. So anybody who gets some merch, please, please send us pictures. Yes, and we love give you a shout out. sexy photos from our listeners. Thank you, everybody who makes this magic happen. I love it. Now, have a game for you. I think you're going to love this. Game. You're going to love this. And it really, it's softballs. I feel like I'm just throwing you softballs. I'm in a good mood, I guess, because my birthday's coming up and the holidays. You know, I love it all. All right. You ready for this? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, yep. She's doing some I dirty was, stuff. I was rubbing myself. Okay. Tuning in Tokyo. I have prepared for you my football mm-hmm. fan friend. Yes. How long have you been watching football? Since birth. Right. And who was your person who got you into it? Was it your... your My dad. Oh, your dad. Okay. Okay. So mm-hmm. you and your dad watch football together. So you've been doing this for a long time. So you're not going to be offended by the questions that I'm asking because I have a football trivia. Okay. Questions. I don't want to see just how much football you've watched and how know-how-y you really are. Know-how-y, new, new word, trademark. Thank you very much. Okay. 
Here's the first now question. Now I'm scared. Do you see it? This is the face of somebody who like brags about my love of football. And now I'm like, oh boy. Okay. Can I tell you, like Patrick came up behind me and was watching me like type up these questions. And he was like, blah, 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 blah. He knew all the answers. Well, not all of them. But okay. If Patrick knows them. Okay. I think so. I think you'll be okay. Uh, it's, okay. it's not like I dug deep into my superior knowledge of football. So pretty much if it's on the internet, it's here. Okay. Which team, da, 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 which team lost the Super Bowl? Four consecutive times. Four consecutive times? Who would have gone there four times in a row and lost? Was it the Bills? It was the Bills, correct! Yeah! Oh, look at you. I don't even know oh, how long this is. So proud. The first Super Bowl was held in 1967. Did you know that? I did not know the exact year. 1967. Interesting. Thought I'd been around longer. I don't know. I thought that maybe it was that movie with George Clooney. The one where they play football. Leatherheads. Yeah, I thought maybe football had yeah. been around. But I guess this is, the football has been, but the Super Bowl hasn't. Okay. Yeah. Here's one. This is a mm-hmm. this is kind of a tougher question. How many yards mm. is the penalty in the NFL for using a helmet as a weapon? 15. Wow. That was a guess, no. though, right? That's correct. No, I mean, penalties are either 5, 10, or 15. Oh, well, or that was an easier... half the distance to the goal. See, I just... Now I'm just showing off. I gave you, a, like, a 30% chance of getting that right because I... Because I don't know anything about football, but good job. Good job. More, more, more. And I like that, you know, using a helmet as a weapon. Like, I was like, oh, that's, that actually, that happens quite a bit, apparently. All right. Which team won the first Super Bowl ever? Uh, This I don't know. um, And I should. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Incorrect. The Green Bay Packers. Packers. Oh, that was my other guess. Wow. Well, that's very good. Yes. They, uh, they, Went on to win the Super Bowl three more times, actually. So they've won four times. Um, okay, cool. Not Good. as many as the Patriots. Go on. I'll, I'll give you a second place because I'm nice. You know, why not? And, Thanks. You know, when I when I turn over your points to the team, I'll, I'll, I'll count that one. Uh, okay. Joanne, write down that she yep. got that one right, even though it was her second guess. Okay, which quarterback had nine starts for the Vikings in 2013? Brett Favre. Uh, no. His name is... Dante Pepper. No. Wow, I love that you even have names. This is amazing. I don't know. Truth is, I this is a sketchy website, and literally, I think it was called mantelligence.com. <laughs> so if you don't understand these questions because you're a female, it's okay. Because this is man okay. this is mantelligence. Mantelligence. Mantel yeah. Oh dang, I see what you did there. Uh, his name's Christian Ponder. Is he a real guy? Yes, okay. he was. Yeah. He also played Not for the good. Denver Broncos, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the San Francisco 49ers. So I smell a biopic because, wow, what's up with Christian Ponder that he couldn't find a Sister home? Sister Christian Ponder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is that a real thing or you just made that up? My One of my fantasy football team's names is Sister Christian McCaffrey. Oh, that's funny. Thank you. Oh, very and I'm good. changing. This is an update for everybody. I'm changing my current Fleetwood Mac Jones to... Hunter Henry Winkler. That's that is that is, hasn't even happened yet, but I'm doing it. Hunter Henry Winkler. Oh okay, my go god, on. that is so much funnier if you know those names. That's great. Um, all right. <laughs> in what year was the first female referee ever featured in an NFL game? Oh, uh, her name is Sarah Waters. I want to say. Whoa! But it was like recent, 2017. Wow! I can't believe you even know this. 2012. Oh. Her name is Sarah Thomas. Thomas. She was also yeah. the first female referee to officiate a bowl game, which I didn't yeah, even know she's she got existed. A blonde po- ponytail like mine, and 
I get excited every time she runs out and her ponytail swings and she's awesome. Have you been Sarah Thomas for Halloween yet? (gasps) That's a good idea. Thank you. I'm full of them. All right. Yes. What are the color of the football goalposts? Oh. Yellow. Okay, that's right. All right. I thought I stumped you. All right. What interrupted play in Super Bowl? Oh, God. I have to read those letters and make them numbers. Wait, what? You know? blackout. For 34 yeah. minutes. Yes, a power outage. This this event led to people the in... The Niners in Baltimore. Oh, shit. With Colin Kaepernick playing quarterback for the 49ers. Are you kidding? You know all this stuff. Oh, my God, yes. I do. And they nicknamed it the, the Blackout Bowl. Did you know that? I did not know that. Well, you knew all the other shit. That's, a, that's really impressive. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Just a few more. Uh, who was the headliner of the very first Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, my gosh. You just um, got a guess. Tony Bennett. That's a pretty good guess, actually. You're not going to believe this. It was the Three Stooges. Oh, I do believe that. That's cute. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. I thought it was cute. Um, slapstick comedy. Boy, things have changed. Okay. Last one. Which NFL team's name was inspired by a famous writer? Oh, my gosh. The Ravens. <gasps> Mandy Kaplan. Edgar Allan Poe? Dang, girl. Yes. It was inspired by the Raven and it was chosen through a fan contest. So I think we should have a fan contest sometime, don't you? To name something. Right. Like maybe your next baby. When are you getting on that, by the way? Oh, (laughs) okay. I would really love it. That's like, that's, uh, (laughs) yeah. Okay, not happening. Okay, maybe our next screenplay then. We'll let we'll let fans choose the title of our next screenplay. That sounds fair. Sure. I am pretty excited about what I'm assigning you, and I'm excited that I'm giving you two weeks. We will not record a podcast yeah. next week. It is Thanksgiving week. We are taking that off to be with our families. Yep. Um, and then, so you have two weeks to consume an audiobook. Oh, a very short one. Okay. By our family's favorite comedian, Jim Gaffigan. I love Jim Gaffigan. You do? Oh, I was like, I feel like you might hate him. But he wrote an audiobook called Dad is Fat. I invite all the fandies to listen. And uh, so you're going to listen to Dad is Fat. And we're going to talk about it in two weeks. Yes. Good pick. (laughs) Good pick. Thank you. Way, I love him. Way better than my Emmett Smith question. That was a terrible question. All right. No, not, that's being cut from oh. the podcast. So now everyone's like, what is she talking about? Yeah, good oh. point. Good point. Yeah. Um, thank you. That's awesome. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. I love you. Love you. Love you.